Welcome to Feng Shui Your Day. We'll discuss topics to get your home and your life in order that makes sense. You'll hear simple solutions to live with less stress, leading to productivity, better relationships, and so much more. Catherine Wilking, our Feng Shui coach, helps you to create a life you love through better function and flow. Join us for this episode and you too can have a Feng Shui day. Welcome to Feng Shui Your Day. I have another amazing guest for you today. I want you to meet Veronica Cuchero. She's a portrait photographer in Toronto, bringing a little zen and a little bit of fun into each photo session. She's a lead photographer and the owner of Vong Art, specializing in portrait photography and wall art for your home. Whether it's for your home or your business, Veronica's goal is to bring out your most authentic, genuine version of yourself and help you show up in your photos the way you want to be seen. As many of my listeners know, I always provide a segue between feng shui and their product or services. So how does this work with portrait photography? Hmm. You see, feng shui is all about the energy, yourself, others, and the environment around you inside and out. So images on the walls do influence your mood and your actions. So choosing specific images that are positive and supportive are one of the key things you can do for yourself to maintain a confident, positive outlook on life. So let's move on some of these things that aren't working for us anymore and cultivate the things we need in life. Veronica can help. Good morning, Veronica. Hi, Catherine. Pleasure to be here. I'm so delighted you could be here. We've we've put this off long enough. I'm so glad to see you. Veronica, give us a little background about yourself and when was the first time you picked up a camera? Yeah, of course. Um, So I've always had this uh, visual inclination as a visual artist. I've been illustrating since um, middle school when I got bored in the classes (laughs) and later I made it my profession and so my background is actually graphic design and illustration. And as for photography, when I was in um, in high school, my dad gave me a um, semi-professional camera as a gift because I wanted it, of course. And since then, I've been doing it um, just, just for fun, just as a hobby for a long time until I got to Canada about seven years ago and I decided to make it my uh, business as well. Wonderful. So uh, what, why do you do what you do? What are your passions here with photography? Um, so what inspires me most are people it's a little bit of love and hate uh, because people can be many things and they're not always um, easy to be around and there are a lot of challenges of course but in my life i value relationships and uh, you know connection more than anything and therefore in photography or in any kind of visual art uh, illustration as well people have always been my focus so Um, So I specialize in portrait photography for business. So that would be headshots and personal branding. Um, And uh, as well as for personal use. So families or uh, women portraits or couple photography. So everything that is people portraits. Interesting. Yeah, I can see that because I sometimes just people watch because I find it interesting. Uh, Whether you're at a park bench or you're in the middle of an airport or something, there's always something interesting going on and you're able to get that still moment and embrace that. That's so cool. Have you noticed that many children love to be in front of the camera? Like they love the spotlight. And then when they get older, they don't. Like, what do you think happens in these formative years? 
I thought about it a lot. I find it's very fascinating uh, phenomena. Um, and that's absolutely true. A lot of time, even even shy kids, like after five minutes, uh, they they sort of open up and they enjoy this. And uh, and yeah, kids love seeing themselves in pictures. Like when they see themselves on a wall art, that's like they go crazy. They love it. Um, and what I the reason I think there are many reasons why why they lose this love for for you know being in pictures. So I think one of them is uh, unfortunately parents don't, um, you know, don't make their children a favor when they tell them to sit still and smile because nobody likes doing that. This is not something natural or, you know, interesting, especially for kids who have a lot of energy and they want to run around and play. So that's one thing. And, and when you forced to do something, you develop sort of resentment towards it. So that might be one reason. But also another reason is that I feel kids don't have this, you know, ideas about how they should look, how they, you know, should appear. They just are. And so they see themselves as they are. They don't know if, you know, their ears are too big or, you know, something, their skin is wrong color or anything <laughs> else. Right. So, so there are no judgment there. There is no, any, there are no bad feelings about yourself. And we gain a lot of those when we get older, right? Society tells us what we should look like, especially as women. Uh, it dictates us some, some, imaginary beauty standards and so it's very easy um like if if your self-esteem and and your self self your your sense of self-worth is not you know is not good then it will reflect in in how you feel about yourself in photos you know it's interesting because i can look at myself in the the mirror and i i just see a flat uh, flat face right but because I, I can't see myself three quarters or half pace or whatever. And that's when you and the rest of the world actually sees me because I can't see that. So that's a little bit um, of kind of reverse psychology there. But how do you make, you know, kind of camera shy people feel better in the spotlight getting their picture taken? Uh, that's my favorite part, actually, uh, especially, okay? <laughs> especially since I like to to introduce myself as someone who specializes working with camera shy people. Uh, when I hear that somebody says, "Oh, I, you know, I don't like being on camera," this is like a signal for me that this is a this is the right person to work with. <laughs> and so I believe that my job as a photographer is not really pressing the button. Anybody can do it. Everybody has a camera on their phone, and those are pretty great nowadays. Um, and so I believe that my job as a photographer is actually being a meticulous planner, a stylist, a psychologist in a way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and there's mm -hmm. so much work that goes into that before I even pick up my camera. So I find that the key uh, for photos that people would love is to make them feel confident and comfortable. And so there are, there are ways and strategies to do that. Um, for example, I always include professional hair and makeup as a part of my service. Mm -hmm. I work with professional makeup and the hairstylist. And so this is not to change how you look or make you into someone else. This is just to make you feel camera ready and you know, more confident and just to feel to make you feel good. Because I believe that women are beautiful when they believe they're beautiful. Yeah. So as long as I make them believe, then everything works. And another thing is I find that what's most important in my approach is that I want to create 
images of you that you will love and therefore it's important how you see yourself and not how i see you so that's why i ask a lot of questions uh, about you know what's important to people how they like how they like to be seen and a lot of times people don't know but i find out and then i create a lot of variety and in the end i let people choose the photos that they love because if there is a photo of you that i find great and i find you know this is how i see you this is so beautiful but if you don't like it then it doesn't matter right and it's a question mm -hmm. of am i creating art as i see it or am i creating something that you will love so to me it's it's the latter yeah so do some people have still have objections or maybe misconceptions about getting their pictures taken yeah, absolutely. There are a lot. Um, I guess my favorite one is when people say that they're not photogenic, because I find that this, this is subjective and there is no such thing as being photogenic or not. There are no not photogenic people. There are bad photographers or maybe photographers that are that who are just not right for them. Yes. So I find that just with the right approach, everybody can be photogenic and everybody can turn out well in their photos. And then we go back to the question of what is it for? Is it for me to like their photos or for them to like their photos? Um, another one that I love is that, uh, or I shouldn't say I love, I don't, <laughs> but I hear a lot that people think that the more images, the better. And I really think that it's quantity, like that it's quality over quantity. So I believe that there is no use for a hundred photos from a trip or from a photo session or from you know anything uh, unless there is a purpose for that, right? So for example, if we're talking about a, a business owner who posts regularly on their Instagram and they're gonna have this hundred of images to use across across their social media for two years, mm -hmm. then sure, maybe there is sense in that. But if we are talking about family photography, it's those five images that end up on a wall that matter because they they make you know they make your house into a home and they make your kids you know feel like they belong and they really truly make your life better and those 500 images on your hard drive that you never see they really they really don't matter in the end and last one that i i find fascinating is that i feel like some, people's have, some people have this frustration about photography in terms of uh, expectations versus reality and how different each image can look depending on the angles and the, um, mm -hmm. the um, uh, lenses and so many things. And it's true that, that yes, photography is just a two-dimensional image. Like this, this is one moment frozen in time and there's only so much of you that it can show. But I find that photography is a tool and it can be in right hands, it can be therapeutic and confidence boosting and in wrong hands, it, it can be unfortunately damaging and very frustrating. So it's mm -hmm. all about how you use it. For sure, for sure. Now you have a story um, with uh, one of your clients, in fact, your mom that was really hesitating to get her picture uh, taken. Tell us, tell me, tell me a bit more about that. Well, that was particularly about wall art and uh, and um, another sort of misconception or I would say objection to having your photos on the wall. When we talk about family photography, people don't need to be persuaded. Everybody, every mom wants to have a photo of, you know, their, their kids smiling mm -hmm. on their wall. But a lot of times when we talk about uh, women portrait and I've been doing that almost exclusively for the past half a year, focusing on women over 40 for my 40 over 40 project. Mm -hmm. So a lot of time women think that, oh, I would never want to have a portrait of just myself on the wall. It's almost like it's sad to look at myself alone or like it's narcissistic or somehow bad. And yes, my mom was one of those people. She said like, I would never want to have a photo of just myself on the wall. 
So fast forward to the end of the uh, of our experience with her when she had her photos of her looking wonderful mm -hmm. with hair and makeup, uh, wearing these beautiful uh, outfits, like glowing because she felt great. And so I suggested to put a couple of photos on her wall because you know she would be waking up every day looking at herself, beaming, feeling good, and that's basically a reminder of you at the highest point of, of your life, yeah, right? Well, maybe not yeah. of your life, but just at the highest point. And uh, reminding that even on a bad day, even when you don't feel great, when you maybe having a bad hair day, you see, you look at these photos and they remind you of a better version of yourself and what you want to be. And this is how I believe photos of ourselves on the walls make our life better. Awesome. Awesome. Now, photos and images are a big deal in feng shui. In fact, I have a whole workshop that I do called What's on Your Walls. What's on your walls? There's so many layers in feng shui, but I agree with you. It's really good to show happy current images of yourself and family for not just, uh, not just for yourself, but it's a reminder that, yes, there's a better day ahead if that is right. Some people have their wedding photos out or 30 years back, and you can even reflect with sadness about youth gone by or changes that you're not happy with as well. But I think it's a really good idea to keep these uh, photos and the displaying of these photos very current. And um, so I just love what you're doing. Uh, you have a couple of things you're doing. Tell us a bit more about the 40 over 40 project. Absolutely. So this is something that I've been focusing on for the past half a year. And so the 40 over 40 project is, um, is made to show that women over 40 are beautiful in every shape, age, size, color, that there is no, you know, one right template. And, uh, and so my goal was to put focus and spotlight on these women they can be anyone it's not there's no selection process anybody who's over 40 is welcome to join and so it's been a wonderful ride i i think like the people i got to work with in the end they were they were all wonderful they were all different and i think i got from it so much not so much more but i got a lot from it that i did not expect because while i was taking interviews and writing their stories and sharing their photos with their stories i got so inspired and so motivated and so much um, less scared to, you know, to get older because life goes on in every age and age is really just a number. It's really all about how you feel inside. And so uh, in the end of this project, I will be creating a magazine featuring all my 40 participants. So I'm at the end now. I'm, I have just a few sessions left. I have one last spot left in this project. I will probably do it again just because it's been so successful, uh, but I will do it again maybe only next year. Oh, that's just wonderful, wonderful. So I've got a list of things how our listeners can get in touch with you. Uh, the full company name is Vong Art Photography. I'm going to spell that out, V-O-N-G-U-E. So the website would be www.vongart.com. Again, I'll spell that, V-O-N-G-U-E and A-R-T, vongart.com. You can find Veronica on Instagram at vongart. And on Facebook, Fong Art Photography. So feel free to follow Veronica on Instagram or Facebook for recent sessions she's shot and updates and stay in touch. Thanks so much for joining us here today, Veronica. You're always so inspiring to talk to here. Thank you so much, Catherine, and uh, have a wonderful day, everyone. You've been listening to Feng Shui Your Day with me and my guest, Veronica, from Bong Art Photography. I'll see you next week. You, too, can have a Feng Shui Day. 
Thanks for joining us today. You've been listening to Feng Shui Your Day with Catherine Wilking, discussing practical solutions for life's issues and stress-free living. Be aware of your environment, take charge, and above all, love your life. See you next week.